Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. (laughs) Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. I was actually in bed last night thinking, is there a better way to start things off other than saying welcome? (laughs) And I wasn't able to come up with anything, so. Congrats guys, we're laying awake at night wondering (laughs) how to do this better for you. I really, I really fixated on this word welcome and welcome so far, so far I haven't come up with anything more unique or original, but that's all right. We are so glad that you're here. Well, yes, definitely. Definitely. I just want to be boring or predictable, I suppose. Oh man, (laughs) we're the worst. So boring and predictable. (laughs) I don't know about that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I can pull out very lots of instances where mm-hmm. we were anything yeah. but. Um, See, example A. Um, <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades of Grey conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we really appreciate everyone being here. We are such big fans of our fans, and we're thankful for you. Yeah. And those, those DMs those DMs. <laughs> thank you for sending them. Yes. Um, and, you know, sharing your hearts with us, because I know that it can, um, you know, even though you're listening to our podcast and you are getting to know us, you're still, you know, sending a stranger questions on mm-hmm. social media. And so I know that takes a lot of bravery. And so thank you for, for telling us that the podcast is helping and, sharing your personal stories about breakups and you know please continue to do that and we'd love if you feel comfortable to leave a note in the dm saying hey you can share this anonymously on the podcast um that would be wonderful too because um we may answer your question on the podcast as we're kind of accumulating um these these everyone's circumstances are unique and yet there are these these themes we see again and again and Mm -hmm. we know that if we're able to you know uh showcase like a variety of anonymous examples it's going to help people um yep our topics have been often informed by kind of like general themes Mm -hmm. um but we also are interested in possibly you know reading messages at the end of an episode possibly you know and answering them so we're kind of seeing how it goes um so yeah let us know how you feel um otherwise you know we're kind of keeping it general as Mm -hmm. we're doing today because should I stay friends with my ex is something that I'm kind of surprised we haven't done an episode on this before <laughs> because it's a pretty common thing that comes up uh, in the DMs and our community as coaches and our lives with our friends and we've got some feelings on it and also it's I, I want to say maybe not exactly what our guidance is for, and but it's a very common question and a valid question in, you know, especially the beginning of a breakup. So to help answer it for you, we're doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Should I stay friends with my ex? So yep. tell me listeners, <laughs> dear listeners, if you've ever 
um, ask some of these questions. All right, these are some things that I've heard. How do I respond to this message from my ex? My ex has reached out, I don't know what to do. Um, how do I open a conversation with them about the relationship? You know, I feel like we need to talk about things. We're not together. You know, how, how should I approach it? Should I buy them gifts for holidays? Um, another one that I think is related to buying gifts on holidays is, should I send them a happy birthday message? Yeah. Yes. Should I wish them Merry mm-hmm. Christmas? Those sort of things. Yes, it can just Mother's be a text Day. message, but yes. yeah, yes. we have had questions about buying Absolutely. gifts on holidays as well. Yes. And also, should I send a message on, you know, on this, on this day, on the, either yeah. their birthday, Mother's Day, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Yeah, we'll talk about. All right. So (laughs) the pain is real when they reach out. So how can I stay in touch with them, but get over the pain? All right. I want to stay living with my ex. How should I do that? Um, We're, we've stayed friends. It's killing me. You know, what should I do? Or we've been apart for a while. We haven't had contact for a while. They still want to stay friends. What should I do? Yep. (laughs) So these are very, very valid questions. And like I said, especially things that people deal with at the beginning of the breakup, you know, like what is this new, I guess, relationship going to look like? What is this future going to look like? What does this mean for us type of thing? And that's why we're here. A couple weeks ago, we did an episode on um, how to get, uh, how to get back with the next and why we don't do that. And because that's also something that's come up a lot and also something that we're not really quote here for as coaches. And yeah. so that's you know, another reason why we're talking this out, taking a bit of a mm-hmm. deep dive into how we feel about it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, as coaches, we both focus on helping you in those initial months after a breakup, helping you really heal and like lay the foundation for the rest of your life. Oh my God. Mm. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it, but, um, becoming friends with your ex is not something that will help you during those first few months. And so we don't really, Mm -hmm. we're, we're not going to be like, I think in our, our last episode, when we were like, why we won't help you get back with your ex, um, we compared it to like a doctor saying, oh yeah, you can totally pick off your like scabs and stitches. Like that's totally healthy and fine for you. You know, like, yes, you have autonomy and you can just make the choices that you do, but we're, our job is to advise you and like help you see different ways to be better to yourself. And we can't just tell you something we know is going to be bad for that. Yes. Um, I work with people who are, I, I work in phases. And so one phase of the journey is, you know, kind of putting the relationship behind you and, you know, getting to a place where you're, you know, thriving again. And mm-hmm. then another phase is, you know, thriving as a single person and, you know, loving being single and kind of getting re- maybe ready to date again, you know, focusing on self-care, loving your life. And mm-hmm. so in neither one of those kind of phases, what I really say your ex needs to be in the equation you know, uh, when you're healing from it. No. And now you're thriving and you're loving being single. Mm, No, I'm not going to then encourage you to get this person back in your life. You know, at the same time, as it comes up as a lot as a coach, people want to talk about it. So 
you know, we're going to talk about it. The media and the emphasis on conscious uncoupling. <laughs> um, it's, it's made a lot of us question whether or not to stay friends. Um, maybe more than we did in the past. I don't know. I mean, yeah. friends being the most perfect example, that show's been around for forever. So maybe this has been an a, ongoing trend for decades. But, yeah. you know, obviously in, on friends, they stay friends. They stay friends. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there's also, you know, the Big Bang Theory, yep. How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Uh, this is depicted a lot. And also social media has made... Um, the attraction, I think, of staying friends um, even more clear um, mm-hmm. and compelling for people because, like, first of all, your ex's life is, like, visible to you. If you wanted to go and find it, you could. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you think about back in the day, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think my parents would talked about this one time, it, you know, like, you couldn't just check up and see like how your ex was doing. It's like, you could, you could literally pretend they didn't exist anymore because it's like you had to, there were no cell phones. There was no social media. You'd have to like ring someone's home phone or literally go to see them. You know, like it, it was a lot harder to like have a friendship um, and then social media makes it really clear when you're no longer friends, like, oh my God, she stopped following him. Uh-huh. Like something happened, you know, it's just like, like you kind of stay in each other's lives. Yeah. Whereas bef- you know, before decades ago, <laughs> you would just exit each other's lives, but now yeah, yeah there's kind of this built in connectiveness. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that makes it harder. So we're going to talk about how we approach it in our community and with our clients, but also things that you may want to consider if you are making this decision. Yes. So, and just know, like, we know there are exceptions out there. This has worked for someone somewhere. Like, we know that this is for the people on how I met your mother there, you know, yeah, on a fictional <laughs> show, it totally worked. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously um, it there wouldn't be these TV shows if the you yes. know, main characters broke up and then didn't yeah. stay friends. But I think, you know, these were quite popular trendy shows that portrayed these were, these just yeah, totally fine. Continuing to hang out, you know, <laughs> even when they had kind of painful breakups. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's probably not, not the healthiest, but we're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. And also like TV and movies are uh, written so that we can experience things that we don't usually get to experience in real life. Kind of like a voyeurism, like living um, vicariously through these characters. And so I think it's uh, actually notable that these shows are depicting being friends with an ex because it's kind of like a unicorn situation. (laughs) Um, It's a fantasy. Uh, Uh So, yeah. So, but you know, I know that you can probably be like, Oh, but my friend of a friend of a friend has stayed friends with her ex and Mm -hmm. they're really happy and fine. And they're dating other people. Um, So sure. But we really, really, really recommend focusing on yourself returning to the question once you've had time to heal if it still if you're fully feeling good and you're not in denial about it um and you can honestly say like hey it's been you know 
years. Uh, <laughs> we're both happily moved on. My like current partner is okay with me trying to like establish like at least an acquaintanceship back mm-hmm. with my ex or something. And oh, that's uh, something we hadn't considered for yeah. this episode is how your current partner feels about it, which I yeah. definitely have feelings about but that's maybe yeah. for nothing I don't think yeah we'll yeah get into that but interesting I had so, yeah that. I it's interesting but you know just wait until you have your head in the right place to be friends and I'm telling you if your ex is meant to be a true friend for you being patient for you to get to a healthy place before like really um putting time and effort into that friendship that's a true friend. Good Someone point. who can't wait for you to do that. That's not a true friend because they don't have your best interests at heart. Yeah. And you probably broke up for a reason then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this question about the, you know, we we haven't been a, together for a while. We even mm-hmm. didn't have contact for a, wh- a little while. And now they're saying they want it. I don't know. You know, you have to kind of look at the, where this other person is coming from. Because in some cases, you know, like we talked about with Brett um, from Love Fucking Sucks. You know, it's actually kind of, it could be really pretty selfish of a person to like try and, you know, reinsert themselves in your life um, if they know that the breakup was hard for you. Mm-hmm. So something to consider, but <laughs> yeah. all right. So why are some reasons why you might not even want to consider the friend thing? All right. Mm-hmm. And I do think in a lot of cases that it is black and white, and we're going to talk about um, some of those. So first of all, we know that a lot of breakups involve really toxic um, relationships and even abuse. And if there was any abuse in your relationship, then there is no reason whatsoever that you should keep this person in your life I hope that we don't need to go into this too much, but you know, you really need to choose you. You need to take a stand in the situation and um, focus on your recovery. Having this person around at all will hold you back. It sends so many horrible messages. And and so, you know, I think we can just kind of leave it at that. It's a Yeah. And someone who has abused you is not going to be a good friend. No. No, no. You don't want this person around other people in your life. You know, this is a walk away situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, abuse uh, causes you to do things that don't make much sense. So if you're really struggling with that and you're like, "Uh, yeah, he definitely or she definitely abused me. Um, But I just have this aching need to have them in my life, you know, Hmm. that, um, I'd say get some one-on-one support yeah, for that. You're going to need a more. lot with that. Yeah. Um, you know, even I'd even say uh, that might be above what coaching. Um, yeah, I would say counseling and us. Uh, so there's some really, really great support groups out there. Yeah, as well exactly. Yeah. Yes. If you're Ugh. struggling with keeping your abuser in your life, um, Codependence Anonymous is a wonderful wonderful resource and if um if you're in a city yeah look it up that that might be what i would recommend as well okay cool they help you to yeah see the reality and to cut the ties it's yeah really wonderful for this type of thing that's amazing okay uh number two another reason not to do this if you weren't friends before you dated 
You were not friends before you dated. (laughs) Um, You don't have a friendship foundation for your relationship. You literally, you, your whole um, attachment is based on chemistry and chemistry doesn't kind of like go away. Um, So if you, if you don't have that foundation and that basis and kind of like a pattern to fall back on, Mm -hmm establishing what is essentially a new friendship with someone that you have recent history with who, you know, one or both of you are hurt after the, the, the dissolute, the dissolving of that relationship. Like it's just not, it's not setting you up. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I have known about a few cases that I can think of right off the top of my head where it was like such a bad breakup and they had not been friends before, but then they're, you know, torturing each other to try and figure out the friendship. And what I've heard is, well, they, you know, this person was an important part of my life. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's just a couple cases that I'm thinking of. It was just like mind blowingly horrible. And it's, it's like fucking great. (laughs) <laughs> you know, now they're not. Um, and yeah, I, I know it's really hard when the emotions are still there, but you know, it's hard to get the emotions to simmer down if now you're just focusing on a different type of relationship. Yeah. Um, so, but guess what? We have science uh, to, to back it up. The Journal of Social and Personal Relationships has an article from 2000. It's titled Cross-Sex Friends Who Were Once Romantic Partners. Are they platonic friends now? It found that friendships between exes were more likely to have negative qualities and less likely to have positive ones. It suggested that the relationship between ex-romantic partners is qualitatively different from a platonic cross-sex friendship. Right. So So it's just like we said with the should I get back with my ex episode, it's just not really that likely yeah (laughs) and like to be a good friendship I mean that's what that study is saying is that it's just not that great of a friendship (laughs) so I mean I I think that when it comes to friends as well and I'm really strict about this almost to a fault I just really think that you need to keep good friendships in your life that add something and that lift you up and that bring you joy yeah. And otherwise, you know, I just think life is too short. There's other people out there that you're going to mesh much, much better with. And I, I just, I don't see the point if it's not going to be that great. If you've got this history that kind of, you might have a negative association with, uh, I, you know, for me, I, I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me an ice queen, but <laughs> no, it's just, you know, keeping those those memories too untainted by like a present struggle to Mm -hmm. make to force something to continue you know it's it's gonna kind of taint the the past that you have with this person and those memories as well so it's gonna really taint the future too I mean you're, you're gonna not really be able to establish you know great new memories I mean, maybe you can. I just, the whole thing, I just think is fraught with much (laughs) potential heartache. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So number four, friendship can be used to shield yourself from the pain of the breakup because at least it's not a full loss of that person, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
However, a 2013 study called Attachment Styles and Personal Growth Following Romantic Breakups, The Mediating Roles of Distress, Rumination, and Tendency to Rebound. Damn! Wow, (laughs) that's a mouthful. Um, (laughs) It was published in Plus One, and it found that breakup distress can act as a catalyst for personal Ooh, growth, I love that. which is our message to a T. I love that. <laughs> if you have the link, I'd love to put that in the Facebook group. I, yeah. I that's oh, that's like the only one I didn't like. I'll find it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So this um, basically means is that this is a pathway to like personal growth, like, and, and, our intro, basically, amazing abundant life, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, good job there, Claire. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but basically, avoiding the pain of the breakup, it will prevent you from going through that development process. You're basically saying, "No, I don't want to grow. I want to try to f- stay frozen in this place. Anything to avoid pain." Yeah. Um, and another thing, I just want to say is that if you try to do a friendship with an ex and then it doesn't end up working out as friends then you're basically doing a friendship breakup after a breakup breakup yeah you're going through two breakups for no reason Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think Um, the more resentment can maybe even build up because now you've got this second type of relationship that you're now kind of upset about yeah and you know you're used to being um having a higher priority in someone's life um than a friend mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. what happens when yeah that's a good start point dating well. someone yeah. new mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're like sorry I can't hang out on Friday night I'm hanging out with my new girlfriend and you're just like devastated yeah um and so- even if it's a casual friendship I think that yeah there can be be, be some ickiness and even if it's mm-hmm. a casual friendship having to end it can I think be painful because it was kind of casual you know I'm having a hard time putting it into words but just like making it a thing when it wasn't meant to be a thing yeah (laughs) that makes sense all right so some of you may kind of want to keep this person around and I've had this happen to me when I've broken up with someone because you think it might you know establishing a friendship may make it easier for you to eventually get back with them or you Mm -hmm. think they might eventually get back with them and so you're like well let's just stay friends and see where we go no (laughs) a 2017 study titled staying friends with ex-romantic partners predictors reasons and outcomes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what's wrong with this today we're really struggling with the pronunciations today Know but it's okay maybe <laughs> okay. they'll think it's cute i don't know <laughs> yeah let us know are we cute? we're human okay, okay. i'm sorry <laughs> okay this study is out of the university of kansas and it showed that staying friends due to unresolved romantic desires resulted in negative outcomes what do yeah. you know what do you know what do you know <laughs> yeah i <sighs> claire so here's the thing um, mm-hmm. this, this will not necessarily work out the way that you're foreseeing this. If you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. seems legit. I want to try yeah. that. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've been there. <laughs> I actually, um, stayed friends with an ex that is known here as dumpster fire. 
Um, hey, dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are not friends anymore. Um, <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it did. It exactly happened that way. I wanted him the whole time. Um, and uh, staying friends was just my way of being like, this person is so important in my life. He just has to be in it somehow. Like I have to, you know, like I will Mm -hmm. contort myself around what he is wanting right now in order to keep him in my life in any way. Um, And what happened was, is he eventually did actually ask for me back. Um, And it was in that moment that I realized that like the exact situation I had hoped would happen was happening. Uh-huh. He was asking for me back. And I, I was like, no, I, oh I, can't, I can't date you again because I knew in that moment, I'm like, he'll do this again. And I'm not going through that again. Right. Um, yes. Cause you had, you, yeah. he had not shown. Yeah. Interesting. How did yeah. you even got on like a double date with him or something? Uh, yeah. Like, like you guys stayed friends, friends. Yeah, like, we we're stayed out. friends, friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and um, I was dating someone, and uh-huh. dumpster fire was hanging out with me, and in the guy that I was dating called and was like, "Oh hey," and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, dumpster fire is here." <laughs> like we're just like watching New Girl, and he he was like a little sketched out, but dumpster uh-huh. fire was like, "Oh hey, dude," and. Like through the phone, they were like, "We should all hang out sometime." Right. So like the real like TV yeah. sitcom situation yeah, where it's like TV. everyone's just so cool with this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, don't recommend, but it was a very interesting night because um, <laughs> that did end up happening. Um, so anyway, but after after I um came to that realization in the moment you know, very much like champagne problems, Taylor Swift style. Like you don't know what you want until someone's down on one knee asking you. Uh, such a fan. Anyway. That's a good example. That's yeah. a that's a good story. Good story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So anyway, it fell apart after that. Um, and, well, and so what do you think his himself. motivation, what do you think his motivation for straight, staying friends with you was? Um, I don't think it's... Um, I don't think it's a healthy reason and I don't think it's something that's going to be like applicable to most people's situation. So I don't know Fair if enough. I want to like enough. explore that here because I just conjecture and I don't think any of it is going to be applicable to people without like mental health issues. So that is a know. good reason not to get into it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, um, yeah, don't try to stay friends because you think you'll get back together take it from me (laughs) learn from my mistakes so number six if wondering how to stay friends and how to interact with your ex is taking priority over your own healing you are better off taking a break from that person entirely because you're no longer in partnership this person is no longer you know uh, like relationships are give and take like you don't have to give give and give and give and give and give in a relationship, but you do give more of yourself and your time and compromise to a partner than you do to a friend. And 
right now, you, if you are listening to this and it's resonating, you're realizing that you're putting your ex first right over your own healing, Mm -hmm. over your own Mm -hmm. future, over your own present happiness, your future happiness, your time, like all of these things. Yes. You're, you're sacrificing yourself for this person. And I know that may sound and feel romantic to you right now. And like, Mm -hmm. you're just Mm -hmm. in the bottom of a dark hole. So you're like, why not take myself deeper? Mm -hmm. But, or feeling like you just have to, for whatever reason, you know, focus here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is is partially, yep. And that's partially why I wanted to do this because someone listening to this podcast, someone who's maybe getting coaching, someone who's in the X-Files community, who's doing all of these things because they want to heal because they want to move on because possibly the situation caused them pain. Mm -hmm. And then they're coming to us and asking about the friendship with their ex when, you know, like they could be maybe asking about different ways to heal and move on and focus on themselves. I find that a little problematic, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're saying, you know, that this is something you're struggling with, but, you know, rather than looking forward, you're trying to get advice about the relationship yeah yeah I think if you're listening to this podcast and then turning around and asking how to stay friends with your ex that may you know your priorities maybe could shift a little to you know prioritize yourself a bit more yeah and I get it like you grew up in a society likely where this may have been the first time someone told you to put yourself first Mm. yeah and so I know that that feels unfamiliar, um, mm-hmm. but you have to put yourself first. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and it's going to help you so much to start realizing that your life purpose is not to just do things for other people. Yeah. It's going to serve you a lot better once you start dating again as well. If you're going into it with, you know, what are my own needs rather than what, you know, what are the needs of the people I meet? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting this person's needs ahead of your own, it means you probably aren't in a good place to be friends yet, if ever. So. All right. So what does everyone think? Those are reasons, you know, to not consider going down the friendship road. Yes. Mm. Mm. So are there cases in which you should consider it or explore it? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so something else that comes up and guess what, everyone, we are going to be having a parenting expert come on probably in the next month, uh, which we're really excited about because um, something that can be an issue that I've gotten lots of questions about is, but we have kids together mm-hmm. and you guys are, you know, you, you're saying on the podcast to go no contact, but I can't. Well, yeah. so yeah, of course you need to maintain some, you know, some, some type of friendliness, um, or, you know, civility with this person and maybe mm-hmm. even stay friends. All right. Yeah. Um, the same 2017 study that I mentioned earlier says staying friends with extramantic partners. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The same 2000 study that I mentioned earlier, which was staying friends with extramantic partners, predictors, reasons, and outcomes. Yay, I said it right. This article (laughs) said that staying friends with extramantic partners due to security and practicality reasons resulted in more positive outcomes. And having children together would definitely be in that category. 
Um, mm-hmm. I'd still probably say that you need to heal first and have yeah. time, you know, some time away from each other. Um, yeah. I don't think for the purposes of this episode that we need to go into the parenting thing too much, but you know, it is a valid reason to obviously keep this person around mm-hmm. and, um, we've got your backs. We're going to be exploring this mm-hmm. in another episode. So please, please stay tuned. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and also if the breakup was bad in that situation, you can and should still limit your contact and keep it in the parenting sphere. Yeah. Um, and there and are ways boundaries. to do that. And I yeah. have, ha- I've had clients who have um, almost gone completely no contact with someone who they co-parent with mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it was a bad or um, toxic relationship and they just mm-hmm. don't want to have contact, but they're doing it in a way that's still, you know, healthy for the kids. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to exploring this with someone who's a little more um, credentialed than we are when it comes yeah. to that to childless women yeah exactly (laughs) and that is exactly why even though I do have thoughts and feelings on it and experience supporting people that I haven't done an episode on it with yeah for that reason but but we're bringing someone on yes yeah so I'm definitely going to talk about what I think (laughs) when we do the episode but um yeah I don't I don't think it would be at all appropriate for us to you know sit up here and (laughs) you know tell parents what to what to do yeah suggest we don't yeah. tell anyone what to do we're, yeah we're suggesting people we're suggesting yeah and certainly not what to do with their children um just yeah, just yeah. looking oh, at yeah, the definitely. the the relationship between exes so yes. cool um number two of a possible reason for yeah. potentially thinking about in the future being friends <laughs> yeah. um, is if you were friends for a long time before dating. Sure. Um, I'm not talking about, oh, we were friends for like three months beforehand. It's like, oh, you like went to high school through with each other. You were friends through all of that, mm-hmm. did college, blah, blah, blah. And after college, you like pursued a relationship. You have years of friendship in the bank yeah. That, you know, is a foundation for being in each other's lives in a non-romantic way. Yeah. And I think um, the high school and college friendships, relationships are good examples. You know, these are really formative years when, you know, you yeah. are, it's like kind of childhood and youthhood and then after college, adulthood. And so yeah. I think they're two different parts of your life. And I mean, I think probably if we were to think about examples of people who are still in contact with their ex, it might be, you know, like we were together in college and now, you know, we're both married and have kids and have our own lives, but it's yeah. really cool that, you know, we're kind of still in touch. Yeah. Going through yeah. college with someone. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And yeah. Yeah also so much after college so that much you're, you're not you're not even the same people you're whereas, literally think, not the yeah, same people right yeah, yeah. whereas um, if you're out of college and you're like kind of in the same social network then I don't think you have the same type of history and that it can be a lot harder and I know this from yeah. experience <laughs> yeah so you know we're not saying that this is like oh gold star like check mark you're ready to go and be mm-hmm. friends with this person Um, you will still need time apart to let yourself heal from the romance. And, you know, this is just to say that there is more of a foundation than a couple who have only known each other romantically. Um, So 
And do know that if your gut and your heart is telling you that you don't want this person in your life anymore. Yeah, I want to make sure that we emphasize this. Yeah. Even if you had a friendship and a history with this person and you broke up, it, you know, you might yet want to do it, but if you don't, you still don't have to. Yeah. All right. I think that in this case, the person who maybe doesn't want to stay friends gets a lot of pressure to do mm-hmm. the right thing, to be mature. mature. And this could come from the mutual friends, general society, from the ex. Yeah. You know, this person who doesn't want to stay friends, I have often seen and it's happened to me, be really judged by, you know, people on the outside because they're not being mature or evolved, you know, or it's something wrong with them, you know, because, you know, maybe people see them as not being able to get over it. cold or, you know. And, you know, if you don't want to be friends, you don't have to. If if you want to, you can. But it's always, always, always your prerogative to stop being friends with anyone, ex or not. Yeah, yeah, it's you know the, these are uh, choices. Yeah, um, you're not like contractually obliged to be friends with people, um, no. and also like uh, talking about like pressure from mutual friends. You're like we're in the same friend group. Yeah. Like they'll be yeah. at parties and stuff like that. You can create a relationship where you are okay running into each other at a party. You don't mm-hmm. have to hang out and be friends together. Like, you know, you you don't have to make it. There's there's a middle ground between. Yeah, I know what you mean. Both and be I think in one place yes. and we're friends. There's a mm-hmm. middle ground. Um, yep, you know, because seeing seeing someone once in a blue moon is wait and being cordial and saying, hey, like, how have you been? What's your what's going on like cool say hi to your mom move on to a different conversation you know with a different person yeah (laughs) yes yeah completely yeah I know I know what you mean I think people get really stressed about this mutual friends thing yeah and you know you you still don't that's still really not a friendship if you're running into someone you are going to be deciding if you're going to make it into a friendship because you want to have a friendship or you're not quite ready to let this person go not really because you have mutual friends with them you know what I mean and you have plenty of friends I know you do or like acquaintances that you literally never hang out with you only see them at group functions you Mm -hmm. know so like you can treat this the same way like you Mm -hmm. don't have to be like best friends (laughs) so or even really casual friends you you know acquaintances yeah somebody that i used to know know. (laughs) (laughs) so look don't let anyone tell you what what is right for you you do what's you know right for you you're gonna be able to feel it uh you know come to claire or myself for coaching we'll definitely (laughs) be there to help you figure it all out (laughs) yes right well we will help All right. So that was our episode on should I stay friends with my ex? Conclusion, probably not. Yeah. Like 98% not and uh, 99.9999999999% no Mm -hmm. if it's been only like a year or, or less. 
Like, yep. so lean, we're going to ask you, suggest that you lean on the side of not really going into this right now. If you're listening to this podcast, this probably yeah. isn't something that you need to be focusing on. Yeah. There are a lot of other things that are going to serve you so much better during this yes. time. You know, like this, I get so excited when I talk about this, you know, a breakup is an opportunity, you yeah. know, for you, for your new life to discover things about yourself, to heal. And exactly. th- this isn't going to help you get there. You know, being yeah. single is exciting. You know, how to, you know, respond to your ex's texts and stress about, you know, the friendship. That's not exciting or sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> it is not. So, um, yeah, I think uh, there's an Atticus poem because oh. I'm super basic and I love Taylor Swift and Atticus. In all probability, there is a person out there that is almost exactly the same as the one you lost, except that they are a little bit taller, a little bit kinder, and a whole lot better in bed. Oh yeah, yeah, I uh, love it. And so, Very if you're, cool. thank you if you're, for sharing. If you're missing your ex, just know like this is your chance to find, you know, go out into the world and have a new experience and continue to evolve. And potentially meet someone who's a little bit taller, a little bit kinder, and a whole lot better in bed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh I mean, a lot, any dating expert will say, you know, if you're still hanging on to this person, probably even in this way, it's really bad energetically if you want to date again. And so this person really needs to be cleared, you know, from your sphere, from your orbit, and, you know, stressing about the the friendship i mean you're you're at least not ready to date again i yeah. i would say i will say that yeah if this is yeah. stressing you out then you know i think the focus should be on getting past that yeah. before you you know bring other people into the equation exactly so if you like this we'd love to read what you thought over in apple podcasts um if you leave us a review that's really huge for the podcast and it really helps us reach more ears like yours that are going to appreciate um the support and yep, yep you, we'd love yeah. it yep and if you'd like to hang out join us on facebook at breakups broken hearts and moving on please make sure to answer all of the membership questions for approval and most of all good luck on your healing journey if you're struggling with the friend thing good luck navigating that figuring it out we hope this helps we know we're being a little tough lovey with this yeah um but you know ultimately we are doing this because we want to see people thrive during this time because we so know that you can um you know but it it is going to take you know some decision making on your part so yeah Yeah. good luck everyone and see you next time Bye. bye Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lofthouse. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On.